All right, this week we are jumping into the newest Marvel Cinematic Universe film that is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. James Gunn's uh, Guardian trilogy comes to an end, uh, and it marks the end for several of our uh, favorite characters, which we'll, which we'll get to later. Uh, Gunn himself said Volume 1 was about the mother, and Volume 2 is about the father, and he said Volume 3 is about the self. And so we have our favorite band of misfits going on a bit of a journey of self-discovery, also focuses on the backstory of one rocket raccoon. Uh, it's an emotional ride, um, but also does it get the Marvel Universe back on track? All these things we shall discuss, Zach. That's a good question. That's <clears throat> it's a really good question. But I have a better question for you, Hunter. What's that? And that question is: But is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three good? Let's talk about it. Let's find out. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome. <clears throat> what? What did you say? I said welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Yep. Very informal. Welcome I'll just in. leave all that in there. Uh, this is, I'm odd. So what is this? 121? Yeah, because you're odd. You're an odd person. Odd. I'm an odd person. Um, welcome. Welcome to the Bud is a Good Podcast. My name is Hunter Callahan, and with me, and as always, is... Zach Olson. Zach Olson. The biggest Braves fan in the world. It's me. I I go to Braves games, and we lose when I go. That's true. So we're going to lose on Tuesday, aren't we? No, well, I, they win when I go on a weekday. They well, lose they when I go on a weekend. Until this weekend. Uh, anyway, yeah, welcome to the podcast. Please, before we get started, housekeeping, like and subscribe and share and tell your friends and leave comments and leave a review. Leave some stars. Even if it's just one star, do whatever you want, man. Email us. Say hello. Say goodbye. Say I hate you guys. You're terrible at this podcasting thing. That's fine. Give us criticism. We can take it. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're in rare form. All right, let's get to it then. Let's get to uh, it. Let's get to it. Zach, I hope you're well. The movie, I hope you're well, Hunter. I'm not going to um, tell you how I am because fuck you. I'm not going to tell you how I am either. Why? I could be terrible. You have, you have no idea. But why not? Why aren't you going to tell me? Because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> because why? That's because right. Christian's the fucking worst. Because Christian's the fucking worst. Take a drink. Wait, hold on. Wait, I've got my whiskey. Sipping on a whiskey and soda. Yeah, you're welcome. That was my idea. Generic brand soda. Because Christian's the fucking worst, right? Here we go. Because Christian is the fucking worst. Ah. Woo. And we're All talking right. about Christian Pratt. <laughs> Chris, Christopher. Guardians 3. Let's do it. You ready to jump in? <clears throat> yeah. Zach, so in, uh, not very, very, very non-spoiler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, no. <laughs> I just noticed your name. I just noticed your name. That's <laughs> hilarious. What were your first reactions, your first thoughts to Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3? It's technically just Vol, th Vol 3, right? Vol period 3. Well, I guess the poster says volume. Oh, here, oh, you want my opinion on this I film without spoilers? With no yes. spoilers at all? 
None. Okay, here it is. Uh, so I don't think it's the biggest secret that I am a comic book movie hater. Uh, <laughs> and because he has been involved in a lot of them, by extension, that makes me a bit of a James Gunn hater. Um, and watching this film was like watching that asshole in high school that you hate do something really cool. And you're like, damn. <laughs> I can't. I wish this wasn't happening. <laughs> because no, it was good. Turn there. I thought. I thought. Oh, he's gonna hate this movie. That's so no, funny. I I didn't hate it. Um, <clears throat> I will say that there were some some tough bits. I don't do well with uh, like animal cruelty stuff. So every time, and that's. I mean, this is. We're not gonna spoil the anything. It's in the trailer, though. It's in the trailer. <laughs> People know it's about. But. Uh, yeah, it, that, that stuff was, uh, pretty upsetting to me, even though, you know, it's all fake, like it doesn't yeah. matter. So, uh, I think that, I mean, everybody did a, a great job. There were some little things, like I didn't really understand why Sylvester Stallone was in there other than to just like have him in there, but I feel like they had to pay him a lot of money to have him in there. <laughs> so it didn't really make sense to me. You know what I mean? Like stuff like yeah. that. Um, and there's definitely going to be some plot holes, and I'm going to try and nitpick this as much as I can because yep. I'm a James Gunn hater. But I thought it was a strong movie. It's definitely uh, either this or No Way Home is the strongest movie since like Endgame, like by far. Those are like the the, the yeah. two front runners, I think. Yeah. Um, and maybe like uh, we we both really enjoyed uh, Shang Chi as well. Yep. But. Yeah, I yeah, I I enjoyed it and I didn't want to. So that's that's saying something, right? <laughs> well, you you enjoyed the first Guardians, didn't you? A lot. The first Guardians, the second Guardians. Uh, so I texted you a couple yeah. of days ago, right? And I said yeah. I don't think I've seen the second one. Uh, I rewatched it and I had seen it. It was just so unmemorable that I didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like nothing had nothing stuck. Like <clears throat> ego yeah. and. And like w the origin of Mantis and the group and all that, like yeah. it just didn't stick. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, this one, this one was way better than two. Did you like uh, the Suicide Squad? I thought the Suicide Squad was a weird mix. Yes, overall, yes, but it mm. was closer to um, neutral than yeah, than like I oh, I, I love this. Because I know, know that, that, that you don't really care for comic book movies, but I didn't know if it was like just James Gunn. Because I feel like he no, makes I feel like he makes the stronger ones recently, at least. He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I also don't mm -hmm. like his his uh, his ego. I mean, I've been texting you. I don't know if we've talked about it on the show explicitly, but uh, I feel like Kevin Feige. As much as I hate the MCU, he's uh, like, yeah, this is before. the direction that we're going to go. This is, you know, the the MCU is this. But since James Gunn's taken over the DC universe, he's like, I'm doing this. I, my vision, I'm going to, me, 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 I'm well, doing the script for. Guy. It's him and Peter, whatever, Peter Saffron. I'm doing the script for <clears throat> Superman. And he's also, he's also one thing. Gonna direct it. One thing that I, I think he does a really good job in telling a story I think his dialogue kind of sucks, and we'll mm. talk about that because there's some lines that just f felt off in this movie, uh, and I felt that way about the Suicide Squad, and I felt that way about other movies that he's made as well. So I think like he could he could use some help. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> <with> his dialogue. <laughs> but well, 
Um, I'd have to agree. For the most part, I, I enjoyed this movie more than I've enjoyed probably any Marvel movie recently. I would say um, the past couple of past, past like a year or two, I guess, actually. Yeah. Um, and that's because it's the first time in a Marvel movie in probably the past few years that I've like, even more so genuinely than No Way Home, where I was like felt emotion for the characters. In No Way mm-hmm. Home, I was excited. I was like, oh, sick. That's cool. But I wasn't like, I mean, I was kind of sad when like May died, but like I actually was like, maybe because that's the that's what you get for having a character like a character arc that lasts for three movies, and we have the same people. Um, but it was still there were some parts where I kind of was like, whoa, this is weird. You know, this is kind of yeah. going crazy. Um, I didn't love how they handled some characters, um, and there were some things that I feel like were kind of tropey, in the sense of how the story played out, which I want to mm-hmm. talk about because you texted me before you saw it and you were like okay based on the trailer i'm guessing that this 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 and this happens it all happened and all of them like <laughs> i was like i was like yo he's exactly right i was like all of these things happen so <clears throat> it's it's a little predictable you know what i mean yeah yeah and and in the sense of and in true marvel fashion <laughs> where and actually recently dc faction uh where so you think something heavy is going to happen, like really like, oh, my God, they're going to do this. And then it's like, hey, it's like, psych, just kidding, um, which we'll get to that. But overall, I had a good time watching it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not to, it's the second. It's the second place of the three for me. Two is the last one. But Guardians one, I think, was much was much stronger. Um, OK. And I think, you know, it's got like an 81. I think that's probably close to what I'd give it. It's it's the stronger it's it's the best Marvel movie recently, but it's still not like what it used to be, if that makes sense. But I think it's fine. It's it was I had a good time. I had some good yeah. laughs. I had some good laughs. You know, I had it was, it was good. But ninety percent of the laughs in my theater were in the trailers. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was the same in your theater, but there were. I mean, there were a couple jokes that weren't in the. If you see me jerking back and forth, I am holding a toy and my dog's fighting yeah. with me. No, you're fine. Um, um yeah. But yeah. Yeah. We we had some people, and it's funny, and I'll, I'll mention this because I, I took Hannah with me, and uh, we can talk, talk about this like real real quick because it's not spoilery. But mm-hmm. I thought it's interesting because she she thought it was fine. She thought it was it's a movie that she you know luckily she wasn't like in the past. She's been like these are terrible movies because uh, <laughs> we go see weird movies you know for the podcast, and she was like no it was fine. But she was telling me that the 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 person like next to her. Because it was, it was a pretty full theater mm-hmm. opening night, you know, it was Friday night. She said that the person next to her was, like, in tears laughing so hard at every joke. And she was like, "That it wasn't that eh, funny. And I was, no. like, I was like, I know, it's interesting that, like, I don't know, maybe that's, maybe to them it was, but I was like, it felt like, yeah, there's some people who, like, will just automatically love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, no because... Matter what. Uh, it's like a, a an affirmation bias, right? They they want it to succeed so bad that they'll just yeah. like like they'll, they'll just, just love decide it. to just think it's the greatest thing ever. It's the That's same thing. It's the same thing with Swifties that are like Midnight's is the best album ever. It's not. And then a couple and then a couple months later, they're like, wait, <laughs> it's not. But that's like, dude, that's like me and like Batman stuff. Like when BBS came out, I was like, let me try and find the good in this movie because I want it to be great. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. it's true. Yeah, it's totally true. Um, all right, cool. It's, t- it's my turn, right? Movie in a minute. It is your turn. So movie I'm going to... Online stopwatch. 
Hunter's pulling what up a stopwatch. What are you going to do? I'm going to sing next? a song about a movie in a song? minute. So here's the song. Okay. Uh, I'm singing a song about a movie in a minute. Hey, guys, 60 seconds to tell you about the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like early Guns N' Roses. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Yowza. All right, ready? Well, he's got one minute to talk about a movie. Got a rattlesnake suitcase under his arm. He's a mean <laughs> machine. Something, something mean. Been drinking gasoline. Gasoline. In honey Baby, minute, he, in he, a he, minute time. <laughs> <laughs> I said minute take, in a minute, but you knew what I meant. Take me down to a movie in a minute where the... With Grass is green and we got one got minute. 60, 60 seconds. To, oh, won't you please take me to movie in a minute? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, perfect. All right, here we go. All right, this is Guardians of the Galaxy, volume three. I see you standing, <laughs> waiting for standing, a movie in a minute. On your own. Ow. That's got a. It. For, for those of you who don't know, me and Zach went to see Guns N' Roses about five, six. That was gosh, it's been like seven years ago, six years ago. Uh, six or seven, yeah, because we saw uh, Guns N' Roses at the Georgia Dome that is no yeah, longer that's there. Right, it's like 2016, I think. Maybe maybe seven. No, I think it was 16. Take me down to a pair. I agree. Anyway, here we go. Maybe a minute. This is Guardians Three. Here we go. Uh, how's it start? Have you started the timer? <laughs> Got it. Here we go. And three, <laughs> two, one. Okay, so they're on nowhere. Uh, Rocket's listening to a sad song. Quill's drunk. Um, anyway, uh, Adam Warlock comes flying in. He's like a big dumb baby. He uh, beats them all up. He mortally wounds Rocket. They try to fix him, but he has a kill switch on his heart because he's been like bi- bi- biogenically engineered. So they have to go find this thing. They go to this crazy, like, living tissue business place, and they're around spacesuits to try and find this thing to, to get to Rocket's kill switch code. Anyway, we, we they have to go find the high evolutionary. We flash back to Rocket. He's a baby. He's getting uh, experimented on. He gets, like, you know, his limbs and stuff are changed. His skeleton's changed. He meets some friends, Lila and Teefs and Floor, and this crazy guy, his name is Herbert Wyndham. He did that stuff. Anyway... He has a counter earth. They go to this other earth. They're like animal people. They go find him. Uh, they save Rocket. The whole planet explodes. And then they pull the guy's face off. And his face is like all gross. And then they all live happily ever after. after. Yay. Yay. <clears throat> you missed the part about Cosmo. Oh, yeah. I don't know Cosmo what you would have said about Cosmo. There's but... a dog that talks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there you go. That's the whole movie in one minute. All right. Shall we do this thing or what? Zach. Yeah. Let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. Yeah, let's do this thing. Let's, let's do, do this, thing. this thing. Sorry, I'm checking on the Hollis. I can hear him crying. He's having a tough time, man. Oh, man. I want to get off and go home again. So let's do this man. thing. Are you singing John Mayer? Are you singing Moving John Mayer? In. <laughs> Zach loves well, John Mayer. Do you want to go see Aerosmith? <laughs> I know the world is black and white. Nice little falsetto pop there. Uh, wait, how much are tickets? I don't know. I haven't checked yet, but they're coming. It's their farewell tour. We can talk about this it's later. But farewell just, tour? It says they're saying. They're well, then we tour. have to go. 
I have to go. All right, so movie in a minute. I mean, I did that. Let's do the movie. Let's do the movie. So uh, it starts off. <laughs> starts off. Let's do it. We're in nowhere. Nowhere's been rebuilt. That, did you got... watch? Did you watch the holiday special? No. Okay. What well, happens in the holiday special? Well, they kidnap Kevin Bacon, but they're on. Um, yeah, I'm Ma- sorry. Drax and Mantis try to give Kevin Bacon to Peter Quill for Christmas, so they go to Earth and they kid- kidnap him. All that's to say, it's kind of funny. It's kind of dumb. All that's to say is that they they're on nowhere, so you can see that's been rebuilt. Anyway, how do you want to do this? Let's just, I guess, just go through it. Well, let me tell you this. Well, go ahead. Actually, you can, you can, you can say something. Your turn. No, it's your turn because you said, "How about this? How about this?" Well, I changed my mind. <laughs> how about this? Shut your mouth. I'll kick your teeth down your throat and shut it for you. Um, so they're in nowhere. They're just like living their life. Uh, what's his face with the mohawk? Uh, is trying to learn uh, how to use Craglin? the arrow, and he Craglin. sucks. Craglin sucks at w- using the arrow, and Cosmo's like, "I have powers." And then Craglin's like, uh, uh, "You're a bad dog." That's a plot point because throughout the movie, <laughs> the entire movie, <laughs> bad dog until the end. Um, but out of nowhere, and it's not really explained. I mean, it is explained, but, like, it's just out of nowhere, Adam Warlock just, like, fucking zips in and just starts wreaking havoc. It feels like it feels like Adam Warlock got his powers two minutes ago because he does not know how to use them. Well, he did, I guess. <laughs> so he's do they like just, a, like... He's like a big, dumb baby. Upgrade him and then just send him to Earth? I mean, not well, Earth, nowhere? Did you... So in, in, in Guardians 2, the post credit scene, did you see that post credit scene? Probably, but it's it's an unmemorable movie, so I don't remember it. Also, that was years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. So, you know, but but you you rewatched it, right? Didn't you? Yeah, but I, if I rewatch a Marvel movie, I'm not going to rewatch the cre- post credit scenes. Fair enough. But at the beginning, the gold people, right? She's in that. The like the sovereign, the right? The sovereign, yeah. So at the very very end of that, um, it shows them again, and it shows a cocoon, like a big giant golden cocoon. And they're like, we created the perfect specimen, and we shall call him Adam. And so cr- for, hold on, so for seven years, he's been in a cocoon. For seven years? Good Lord. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think of when Guardians 2 came out. Was that 2016, 17? Um, anyway, so that's, that's, that's his backstory. Yeah, that's his backstory. But I'm saying when he got there... He was not ready. Like he. Oh no. He was Which, just shooting beams. They actually do say like a line when 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 she's talking to the high evolutionary, where she's like, where he's saying like he was supposed to be the warlock and he's supposed to be the, the pinnacle of your people, and mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, but you got him out of out of his cocoon like prematurely, too early. That's such so, a tropey thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a tropey thing. Honestly, well, he's I come out of his slumber too early. I didn't love how they handled Adam Warlock personally. Me neither. Okay, so um, do you, like I said, do you know about movie, him like in the a, comic books? No, but I know about him in the movie. And let me tell you what I saw. I saw this big dumb baby come in and just like wreak havoc. He didn't do what he was supposed to do. Then uh, he like regroups and tries again and gets like fucking obliterated. Then he takes a nap. Wakes up, saves a spaceman, 
and then gets redemption. Like that's all he does. That is all he does in the in the movie. Yeah. So, real quick, briefly, <clears throat> and to me, it's a bit of a missed opportunity because they set it up before Infinity War and then didn't do anything with it. But you know, like the little bolt in his head. Yeah, the Infinity Stone. In the comic books, that's like the Soul Stone. No, the it looked power like st- the Soul st- it's one the of the power stones. Stone. In this movie, it's just a bolt. It's not anything. In the comic books, it's like this. It's like the Power Stone. And in in the comic books, he's like Space Jesus, like he's like a savior person, and he he wields the Infinity Gauntlet. He's like a major player of the Infinity Saga. Yeah. And he's like super important. And what's interesting to me is that they teased him before Infinity War, like at the end of Guardians too, right? And so you think we know we're going towards the Infinity Saga. We know that we're going towards Thanos. Oh, you're going to tease Adam Warlock. Of course you are, because he's a big player. And then nothing. And then the version that we get is like an idiot. Right. And that's the thing that I feel like I'm kind of tired. And like, it's fine. Like in the comic books, yeah, he's bad, but also good. And so that's true. He's really powerful. His powers are not explained. That is true. Mm -hmm. But what's interesting is that I've kind of noticed that Marvel has this tendency, and I think it's because Tony Stark was such a hit and Robert Downey Jr. was so good at this kind of thing and then because Ragnarok did so well that they had the tendency to make all their characters like morons you know what I mean yeah like, well hold on what do you mean about Tony Stark because Tony Stark well, was never like, a moron he was never a moron but he was so funny so casually yeah yeah and then and then maybe this but, is partly James Gunn's fault too because but then the Guardians did so well and they were kind of ridiculous but then Ragnarok was such a big hit that they're like, okay, well, the answer is to make them all stupid idiots who just make jokes. Yeah, so Tony Stark has his own, like Robert Downey Jr. has his own charm that I think he brings to uh, the character that no longer exists uh, that I don't think it, it can be replicated, right? No. I think that the Guardians of the Galaxy are meant to be this like dysfunctional group. Uh, I think where they went wrong, and I love Thor Ragnarok, but making... making Thor a dumbass was where they went wrong because was he wasn't a dumbass in the first movie was he like he was no, he it, didn't know it, earth it, things but he wasn't but he was, dumb he was also like shakespearean too which that's right. fine they were figuring out they're finding finding their footing that's fine they had Kenneth Branagh do it he's a shakespeare director that's fine and even in Ragnarok he wasn't an idiot really he was just kind of like kind of goofy and kind of silly an idiot. He was, he was he, pretty he, much an idiot. He definitely was leaning towards an idiot. But in Love and Thunder, he was like genuinely stupid. Stupid. And it was uh, really and, annoying. And that's, yeah, that's that's where they they went wrong. But you're right. Uh, Adam Warlock is is like goofy, stupid. And it's not going to work for every character. It's just, it's yeah, just not. It's just kind of odd. Because, and I, I guess that's kind of their whole thing. The Sovereign is like, they're just beautiful. Because I think Herbert Wyndham even, even says, he's like, when he's talking to, I forgot her name, the sovereign, mm-hmm. he's like, you are the like pinnacle of beauty, but you have like nothing in your heads. Yeah. So it's interesting. Um, I mean, this, this kind of goes hand in hand with what I was talking about. Sorry, excuse me. Where, where I said that uh, James Gunn dialogue, James Gunn's dialogue just kind of sucks. Like everyone in the Suicide Squad is either stupid or goofy. Peacemaker mm-hmm. is both stupid and goofy. 
You know what I mean? Like that's just—I feel like that's like part of James Gunn's style—is—is—is is, is, is yeah, those kinds of characters. He has come out and said that Superman Legacy will not be a comedy. So I'll be curious to see how he writes well, that. Yeah. But I didn't. Yeah, I didn't love how they did Adam Warlock, and it feels like. You know what it feels like? It feels what, like. What, what's it feel like? It feels like James Gunn had an idea for Guardians Three. Um, and then uh, the Russo brothers. Mind you, they made a good movie. Took his characters in Infinity War and Endgame, and did stuff with him that Gunn would not have done, like kill Gamora, uh, and all that stuff. And then all that time passed, and then when he finally got the chance to come back and do Guardians Three, well, also he got fired from Disney for like a minute, and then a few years later was able to come back, but that put Guardians Three way back, like way off track, and pushed it back far. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he was kind of like, okay, well, I teased Adam Warlock and we need to introduce him, so let's just bring him in here, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. Uh, I mean, it's 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 evident in the dialogue, too, because of the, the elevator scene where... Yeah, oh, yeah, which uh, that's super meta to me. It was super... It, was, it, was, it felt like James Gunn, like, complaining about, mm-hmm. like, what happened well, with was. his character. Yeah. He was like, what, how the hell did this happen? Now I have to deal with this? Um, but, uh, and like, don't get me wrong. I think it'll be cool to see the new guardians lineup. I think it'll be cool to see Adam Warlock in the MCU, but, um, I just felt like it's such a weird way to do it. Make him kind of an idiot, you know? Anyway, he hurts Rocket really bad and Rocket's dying. And this movie's a, I mean, truly he's not in it as much, but it's really about Rocket and his whole story. Um, and what were your thoughts on that, Zach? Or did you about Rocket? What what were you gonna say? Well, I was going to say, um, do all the so- sovereigns have powers? <laughs> or I don't think so. Gold? See, that's something too. So like, how the hell how the hell did Adam Warlock? Did if do? he doesn't is have it, a stone, is it the bolt? What? Well, yeah. Then 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 then. Then what, what the it? hell is it? Because because the the sovereign are created by uh, the high evolutionary. Uh, the high evolutionary, and the only thing that the high evolutionary can create is. Sorry, I'm gonna go on like a tangent within a tangent here. Do, Do you know how fucking conceited <laughs> it is to think that no matter what the animal is, a million years of evolution within a moment will just make it a fucking humanoid. Like, do you know how yeah. how arrogant? <laughs> like, when when that was the when that was said, and then that's what was put in front of me on the screen. I was like, "What does James Gunn think evolution is? Does he think everything is going to become human?" <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. There's 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 no guarantee that everything's going to become like uh, like walk on two legs and right imposable thumbs. <laughs> right. It's just it's it's ridiculous. And uh, anyways, <clears throat> the high evolutionary is is like struggling to create anything that can like innovate, right? It's like he 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 says the only thing that they can do is what we've programmed them to do, essentially. Yes. So why does he think that he can make a fucking superhero? That doesn't make any sense. Also, how does he have like gravity hands? <laughs> how does he oh, have yeah. like? You're right. How he does he like have powers. like? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> cool, cool. But also, I guess he didn't make Adam Warlock. I thought, I guess the Sovereign did. Well, the I Sovereigns guess he, did, but I, if I the guess only... he was like... 
Yeah, if, I guess he was involved. Follow me within the logic of the movie yeah, because the whole reason he wants to get Rocket is because Rocket, Rocket is the only it, it, creation of his that is capable of like its own thought. Yeah, I, that I, can, I, that I think can, he said his phrase was like pure invention. He can pure like, invention have a new thought. Yeah, like ingenuity, right? So yeah. with that with that frame of mind, how could the sovereign? create Adam Warlock. And and also the High Evolutionary says to the Sovereign Lady, I forgot her name, says he was meant to be the Warlock. So he obviously knew like what was being done, like what he's supposed to be. Um, but anyway, yeah, so uh, I really, you know, I enjoyed, I, I say that, but that, you know, it's heavy because it's hard to watch, but like I think it's really powerful to kind of show Rocket's backstory. I thought it was really interesting. Uh, but I think this film does a pretty good job, actually, of kind of letting everybody's story wrap up, and it's not just about Rocket. That makes sense. Maybe. Well, I'm saying Maybe. like I, I, I know I'm going. We can go. We can wait till the end of that. But um, about Rocket, so he's a he's mm-hmm. actually like an actual rac- raccoon. He gets tortured, and then he meets Lila and Floor and Teefs. Um. And we kind of see how he's raised, I guess, or taught from the High Illusionary. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his number? 89 p one three. Something like that, yeah. So he's trying to create right. uh, this perfect civilization on Counter Earth or whatever with the animal humanoids. Um, thoughts? What do you think of of that whole like his whole plan, his whole character, the High Illusionary, and that whole thing and just give me your uh, thoughts, Zach. I want your thoughts. I well, okay. So Rocket's backstory, I thought, was was powerful. Um, it sucks that his buddies died. It was cool that we got the like uh, Deathly Hallows Part Two moment. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Did you know I was gonna say that? Oh, it's the exact same thing, though. It literally, it like looks the except exact for the same. fetus, except for the the fetus part. Yeah, there's there's no Voldemort fetus. Yeah. Um, it really is, though. The whole, like, w- like whited out in, like, background and stuff. It's the exact but same But not thing. yet. It's not your time. Not Whatever, yet. right? Um, no, it was good. And it, it was cool that it was, like, as things were happening in the real world, it was almost like giving coma rocket memories of his past, right? So yeah. it wasn't just, like just like 20 minutes of exposition. It was like happening as the movie was going on, which I think was necessary because all the little animals getting hurt and shit, I didn't, I I, I don't do well with it. So it was like every time that that came on screen, I was like, don't cry, Zach. (laughs) Like, honestly. Um, Well, yeah, no, it's tough. But uh, all that to say, the high evolutionary himself, I do think if he got more fleshing out of like how he has powers and like what his plan really is. Like I I get, he's trying to create like a perfect world. Um, but it it doesn't make sense. Like at one point somebody says, uh, it might've been Mantis or it might've been Gamora. Someone says like there are entire pockets of the universe that call him God. Yeah. Right. So he's created like a bunch of different worlds. But then this 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 uh, like counter Earth is that what it's called counter Earth? Yeah. He's like, if this doesn't work, we're blowing it up. Which like, if he created all these other planets and they weren't like perfect, uh, and he didn't blow them up, why would he? Why is he blowing this one up? Like, it just doesn't. It's 
Does yeah, that make and sense? it's like, <clears throat> what qualifies as sovereign as perfect? Yeah. You know, like right. I guess, I guess, but I guess he says like they're just, they were just like an aesthetic experiment. So maybe he doesn't care as much. Okay. But also like, um, I do have, well, you know, I, I think the, sorry, I, I'm cutting you off a second, but like, you're good. I think it's like, yeah, the actual moral of it is that because he's taking lower level life forms like animals and he's torturing them and he's kind of like bioengineering them and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. He's an asshole and he needs to stop. And then he creates these civilizations and blows them all up. That's messed up. But, also but he like, doesn't blow them all up. He's just blowing this one up, right? No, I know, but it, it's kind of implied that he'd done it before. But also, it's like, how did he make the sovereign? Did he just make those? Right. Yeah. You know what so, I'm ha- so like, right. If the if these are like turtles that are now humans, what the fuck were the sovereign? Gold coins? Yeah. And that so he just like, like put special water on, and they became like, gold yeah, people. Or like those kids that that they save. Mind you, I get that they're kids and they're higher life forms, but like. The Jujube kids? Where did they come from? Are they were they evolutioned or they were evolution? Were they just created? You know, like <laughs> were they evolutioned. You've been evolutioned. Um, um, so it's interesting. It, so yeah, his his plan is not to like take over the universe. It's implied that they came from wherever Drax came from because Drax knows how to speak their language, like quite literally, right? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, where did Drax come from? Is that explained um, ever? I think it's mentioned in. Guardians one, but I can't remember because he has a he he had a daughter and a wife that were killed by Thanos. Okay. <clears throat> um, cool, cool classic story. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Can we talk about the Orgosphere? Um, yes. Do you know if that's in the comics? Because if it's not, and that's just a James Gunn creation, it's a stupid one. Why would you have an organic building? I don't think it's in the comics. Not that I know of. Also, uh, if you're going to have an, a giant organic building and you have someone who can, like, mind control stuff, like a literal, like, bug person who can, like, mind control stuff, I thought she was just going to, like, put her hand on the floor and be like, open the doors and let us out. You know what I mean? Like, that would oh, make wow. sense to me. Like, that's why I thought it was, like, an organic building so that she could, like, use mind her... control it? Right, 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 something, but that didn't happen. It just didn't make sense. Like, why Why would they grow an organic building? Well, it ended up not mattering either. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, oh, that looks funky, and that was kind of it. Um, and it was, like, squishy and stuff. Um, this is also around also, the time when uh, Sylvester Stallone shows up. Yeah, so that's something that I feel like that's... Uh, the nature of having such a big interconnected universe is that when you have somebody like, Oh, cool. That's that like Ravager because in the, in the comic books, the original guardian of the galaxy, who had <laughs> the, the, so that their group that, that Gamora's with, they're called the Ravagers. Like oh, okay. and yeah, stuff. Yeah. there used to be the Ravagers. Chris, I mean, not Chris. Well, yes, Chris, but star Lord actually used to be a Ravager. That's what, uh, uh, blue man, Used to be was a Yondu. Ravager, right? Yeah, Yondu, yeah. Uh, and Sylvester Stallone's character from the comics is like one of the original Guardians of the Galaxies, like in the original lineup, like way back in the day. Okay. And so when they brought him in, in 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 Volume Two, it was kind of like an Easter egg, like, oh look here, this guy's here. And I felt like having him as Sylvester Stallone was like a cool little, oh that's cool, you know. But then when you're in a universe like this, and any character can come back at any time. Well, then you have characters that are in there for like two minutes. 
You know, yeah. Like, did you notice the, the, the like crystal guy, the ice crystal face guy? Yeah, yeah. That's Michael Rosenbaum who plays like Lex Luthor and stuff on Smallville. I don't think he had a single line, but you had no, a, he didn't. You, you have like a name actor who's there. He laughed you know? at a joke, um, and then the other guy made an emoji in the movie. Like and what's, an earth, an yeah, earth emoji. No, I, I saw that. And what's fun? To, what's funny is that that character actually, if you notice, he was doing the sling ring magic, like Doctor right, Strange, right? right? Exactly. So like, that's a really interesting alien that knows the mystic arts, and in the comic books on a different Earth, he's like this the sorcerer supreme and everything. But <clears throat> they're kind of just there for like, oh, they were here once. They they made an appearance briefly, and now they're kind of back. Um, and I guess they're with Gamora. Did. Did you like the the new, like, asshole Gamora? <laughs> or did it just get kind of old? It got kind of old, and it's also, like... what In Guardians 1, she definitely wasn't, like, this, you know, like, emotionally available person mm-hmm. <laughs> for, for the True. bulk of it. True. But she was not that either. You know what I mean? So if if, yeah. if what happened was just that she forgot the past seven years or whatever, and she was supposed to be like pre-meeting Quill Gamora, it was off. Like the acting was different, I think. Like she was like meaner? Meaner, yeah. And more ruthless. Yeah, um, yeah I I don't know. It, it did, it was, it was kind of, it was like they had its funny moments of her, you know, they kind of played on it, but... um. It did get a little like, I never really actually cared about her. Does that makes sense. Me neither. Where I was like, okay, we kind of get this spiel. Like, I don't think that they're gonna fall in love all over again. Like that'd be ridiculous. But I'll be honest. Um, the only the only people I really cared about or cared for in this movie were Rocket, his friends who died. Yep. So like, <laughs> yeah, that sucked. And then uh, fucking Cosmo, because Cosmo got called a bad dog. <laughs> I did like. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't want. I that also, to... I also cared more for Drax and Mantis in this one than I have in the past. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like not enough. Let me ask you this then, because you said that that you actually liked this movie. What did you like about mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think now because <laughs> I'm tearing it to pieces, aren't I? Um, I think. The the experience of watching it in the theater, it was a much stronger film than it is when you like nitpick it. <laughs> that's I had fun. I, mean, I, I had fun watching the movie. I think for someone like you, that kind of was what like, like a movie like this has to be. You know what I mean? What just like a fun experience in the theater? Like like if a comic movie is not a fun experience for you, it's so much mm-hmm. easier. And for me too, it's so much easier to be like, well, all of this sucks. But if you're yeah. watching it, I like I think of like, I think about how you viewed Aquaman. I just let go with Aquaman. Yeah, that movie's not particularly a good movie. Jason Momoa not actually a good actor. Sorry, sorry. I think he's perfectly cast as as, as Aquaman, but him and Amber Heard have no chemistry. There's some really cringy jokes, but if you kind of let it go and be like, "Hey, this is gonna be ridiculous," all right, sure, then it can be fun. I think this one is that it's a lot of fun. It has some cool visuals, but I think it, the emotion that it delivers on isn't actually built in this film. It's built off of the previous two. 
See, and I disagree that with that because I think all the emotions built in this film because it's all like all the emotion that I felt was built on Rocket's backstory, which we got yeah. almost none of in the first two films. Yes. Okay. So besides Rocket, though, I'm, but I'm saying like the final. I arcs. didn't care about anybody else. I didn't care. Fair. I didn't care about uh, uh, Drax. I'm convinced <clears throat> that well, I knew going into it that Drax is done. Uh, 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 Dave Bautista is done playing Drax. He's just he's, he's not. He's, yeah, he doesn't want to do it anymore, right? So yeah, and then also Zoe uh, Saldana said she is done playing Gamora, right? And then uh, Chris Pratt has not said he's done, but he has said that um, it would have to be the right project for him to come back as Star Lord. Okay, but at the end of the post-credit scene, did it not say Quill will return? I didn't stay for that one, so no, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it did. Like, at the end, so there's the mid credit scene, and then the post credit scene is, like, him eating cereal with his granddad. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I am quite certain it says uh, Quill, Quill will return. Does it say the Guardians of the Galaxy will return? Hold on, give me a second. Because I didn't stay for the second one. I stayed, I left after the first one. But... um. Yeah, but I think, like, uh, I actually, let me explain myself, I guess. I really did actually care more for Drax and Mantis in this one because um, of their, kind of how they played off of Nebula. I've never really loved Nebula. Um, it says, the legendary Star-Lord will return. Well, there you go. Maybe maybe it's he means it in like a Guardians movie, like or if they'll even do that again. Maybe they'll just kind of be supporting characters now. Mm -hmm. um, but I really enjoyed how like Mantis and Drax. Uh, I don't know, like they kind of found themselves in a sense. Like you know, um, Nebula sort of tore into them a pretty good bit on a lot of stuff. And Mantis about her being an empath and like caring for people, and she makes she says a line where she's like, "All you ever do when someone's so sad is you show up to support them." And I'm like, "That's actually awesome! Like, good for Mantis." And then Drax, uh, like, there's that great line where he just comes in and starts speaking. Everyone calls him stupid, right? And then he comes and starts speaking the language of his kids. And she's like, "Why didn't you say that you speak the language?" And he's like, "Why didn't you ask?" Like, he's kind of saying, like, you know, like. I'm not, I'm just sort of taking it for granted. So I liked them. I liked their stories. Um, I like how Mantis was coherent enough to, to realize that those big monsters don't eat people. They're, they eat batteries. And so, um, I don't know. Uh, Starlord's story, I thought he was going to die. He didn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, Rocket's story is obviously the strongest, but... I didn't, okay, so <clears throat> Chris Pratt is like the main guy, right? When he was bloating in space. Yeah, dude, I was I like. I didn't really, I what? didn't really care. What were you going to say? <laughs> well, no, I thought they actually did it. I thought, I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, he yeah. was frozen, and I was like, all right, he's going to. He's not, and he's then, not making then, it out of that, first like, of all. Then like, he, like, once bloated, you bloat like that. He was like, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> once you dead. bloat like that, you're dead. Uh, and if they did somehow like bring you back, I don't think your your face would just go back to normal. 
you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I really... I wasn't, like, devastated at the prospect of him dying. That's the thing, man. It's like we're at a point now where some of these creators have been around for so long that it's almost, like, too long where it's like, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Iron Man died at the right time. That sounds bad. But, like, at the peak <laughs> of his mm-hmm. moment, you know what I mean? What were you going to say? Yeah. I was just going to say, here's something interesting. Okay. Remember that little fucked up <laughs> looking creature that they yeah, got yeah, out yeah. of the cage? Did you, do you know who voiced that little creature was, named Wasn't it James Fleck-tick? Gunn? No, was it, it was uh, Pete Davidson. <laughs> Why did they get Pete Davidson to voice a little fucked up thing? Because he like, was in the you. Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, that was odd. See, like that kind of stuff doesn't really... That doesn't do much for me. You know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I guess. It's this crazy little creature. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you What'd think, you think uh, about like, War Pig in the bird thing? I didn't really care about him. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, I did like that hallway scene, though. I did like that. That was pretty badass. Uh, where? The, like, the like, full like two-minute unbroken yeah. fight scene. That was pretty cool. I liked that a lot. They what stole some stuff from John Wick, like when oh, yeah. the dude I mean, got hit with the not? arrow and then he was hanging there by his knee. That was in John Wick 4, wasn't it? Oh, Where yeah, someone yeah. Got like, gets like speared or something and he's hanging there by his knee. Um, I really enjoyed that. And I, what did you think of the guy's face when she pulled the mask off? Um, I mean, I don't know why my voice just cracked. Are you going to puberty? Right now. It's thirties <laughs> my age, you know. Uh, it wasn't like I don't know. Did he die? He, we didn't see him die. He could still be alive. Is he Red Skull now? Like maybe. Is he I mean, a he's, red not, skull? he's not actually Red Skull, but like they both could be be alive. Also, like I feel like if you're it's weird that it was just sort of like strapped on his face. You know what I mean? Like just it like came off back. it came off so easily. Like I feel like I feel like people maybe they get skin grafts. Yeah, but if do. we have skin grafts on Earth, why can't they reattach this man's face in space with all this orgocorp technology? Well, let me ask you this. I, I genuinely I'm genuinely asking this. If you get your skin ripped off does it just stay an open wound forever? That's what I'm saying. Like it was, he had raw flesh just just out, right? I feel like you'd probably look really bad, but it would probably heal over to an yeah, like to an to extent. an extent, right? Yeah, it would have to. Um, <laughs> so it doesn't really mask, make sense. You have to mask over that, right? Also. Do you have to like preserve the face because it's not it's not getting it's not getting like the well, mitochondria are not doing anything and you, you know what I mean? I wonder like if it's like not actually. Really I wonder if it's like not real skin. I'm if it's just like a mask. I mean, maybe. But like, I'm thinking maybe. of like Two Face in the Dark Knight. Like, he gets his whole face is all burned, but it like it's like a one giant scab. I have a third, yeah. I have a third question for you. Um, how is he moving his lips if they're not like attached? <laughs> I was just thinking that. In his eyes, or like, yeah. Does his, he, his, how does he blink? 
his 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 because when he took the mask off, his eye was like messed up. I think. That makes sense. And he has how, like how would no you nose. blink? How would you blink if you were like, okay, let's talk about uh, uh, the Joker who rips his face off and puts it back on, right? And he's really disturbing looking because he can't move his lips and he doesn't blink. And his skin is like dying, actively dying. Right. Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> That's a great book, though. Never should read it. It's called Death in the Family. Um, I think it's that one. Anyway, uh, so as we can wrap up, this has been very general, I know, but it feels like as as sad as this kind of is, maybe this movie boils down to just kind of a good time. Yeah. I mean, for me, yeah, because I had a good time watching it, but now that I think back on it, um, there weren't many other than Rocket's story, which we didn't really talk about this. We talked about it with in other contexts. Like we talked about it with Chris Pratt's death or, or Quill's death, and then he comes back. But Rocket, to have all that buildup and all that emotion behind it, and he flatlines for like, what, 30 seconds, and then he's just good because the code goes through or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. happened. Um, felt like a cop out. Like it, that felt, you yeah, know. Yeah, I would have, I, I would have rather him just not flatlined. Right. Like he's just okay. Or yeah. if he's going to flatline, kill him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, what I was going to say though earlier, I, I mentioned it and then I forgot to come back to it, is that the, there are some things that are tropey. And you texted me before you saw the movie and you're like, Okay, so and this was true. The spoilers, the the trailer did spoil this because you're like, okay, so we see Chris Pratt screaming at this operating table, Mm -hmm. and then the next shot in this trailer is like a rocket on that table. It's a different trailer, but it's the same table. Like you see the tubes and and rockets sitting there, fine. And he's like, that happened, and so you can deduce like, all right, so he survives. Uh, But then you said something. Let me just find real fast because then you said something like. Gamora is going to be all like angsty that everyone wants her to be the way that she used to be. And she's not that person anymore. And then I said, uh, Adam Warlock's going to start the movie with the bad guys. And then he's going to be with the good guys at the end. Yep. That might've been all I said, but yeah. And those are pretty basic plot points, but they all happened. They all came true. But it does feel like the Adam Warlock thing does feel a trophy where it's like, Oh, here's this guy who's like, and I guess that's sort of the that's sort of the thing of the Guardians of the Galaxy, like just these misfits who aren't really great, but then like get a second chance, you know. But his role was so minimal, Hunter. Like he barely had any dialogue. He adopted a little furry thing, and and then just fucked everything up. And then at the end, how does he have powers? Like it's not. <laughs> I don't understand. Also, do you, do you know what my thought was when when Starla was out there freezing to death and bloating up? And Adam Warlock comes in floating like the painting of Adam, you know, the creation of Adam. Yeah, right. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, you're like super fast. Just get him in. Just get yeah, him. Yeah, what are you doing? Why are you he going like, so he slow? He like grabs him and like pushes him. And I'm like, no, nah, dude, like just he's dying. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was my thought. I was like, I don't need the symbolism of like, oh, this is the this is the actual creation of Adam. And it's like, okay, yeah. whatever. Like, just save him. Just save him. Right. Um. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. What are you gonna say? I don't remember. Um, is Cosmo's not in the second movie? Is Cosmo in the in the Christmas special? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think so. 
Uh, so Cosmo's the Soviet dog, right? No, they sent into space. Mm-hmm. How does it have telekinesis? I don't know. Cool. It might have been something that maybe the collector did to it, her. Okay. Because the collector did have some Infinity Stones for a while, but that's off screen. I, I think that's the thing, too, is that we're just sort of at a place in the MCU where it's like, oh, they have powers? Okay. I guess. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, I have one last thing I want to talk about. Um, in the first two Guardians movies, Groot was CGI, but he looked good. In this movie, for the majority of it, it looked like someone wearing a foam padded suit. Maybe the Did CGI you notice is that? Maybe the CGI is just that good. No, no, it was worse. <laughs> it was it. It didn't look good. It looked like someone in a like a foam padded suit. You didn't like it? No, I didn't like it. Also, how does he get his like? I understand that he he could live if he got his head cut off. He's like a snake, but how did he grow back so fast? Maybe he just like reattached to his body. Maybe. Also, what do you think of him saying "I love you guys" at the end? Or do you think that was us hearing, hearing like just finally understanding him? Don't. No, he just said it. He just said I, it. I think it was actually the second. I think it was that we were finally hearing him like. I the don't speak. Here. I don't speak Groot. So you're you're wrong. Look at the shadow of my my fucking tooth. It's missing. <laughs> yeah, we're both missing the same tooth. Sorry, it's, it's bugging me. Um, so anyway, let's wrap it up. We we end with uh, Star-Lord leaves. He goes home to Earth, right? Right. Uh, Mantis goes on her way. she got to go find herself, figure out what she wants. With her weird things. Oh, yeah, her, I forgot what they're called, but yeah. Drax is a daddy. He's going to help raise the kids. Jub, jub. Jib, jib, jib. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> and then uh, Rocket becomes captain of the Guardians. Nebula is like running nowhere, and Kraglin is part of it now. So who's the lineup at the end? It's Rocket, Kraglin, really big Groot. Mm-hmm. Adam, Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock, and then one of the kids who suddenly has powers too. And the little furry guy, right? But he's just like I a pet. I, yeah, maybe. What's Cosmo doing? Is I Cosmo with Craglin? I, th- I can't remember if she's in the in the post credit scenes. Maybe who? Someone was was Nebula doing it by herself, or was someone like her second in command at the end? Or it was her and Drax were like running nowhere. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Because he's the father. And, and then Rocket and then Gamora is going back to the the Ravagers. The Ravagers, yes. And so and, and Aisha's dead, right? Who, who who's Aisha? The Sovereign Lady. Yes, I think she got blown up. Oh, last thing, what do you think of the first F bomb in 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 the MCU? Uh, it would have been a lot funnier. If it wasn't in the trailer, like if if that was just like in the movie oh, and you weren't yeah. you weren't expecting it from the trailer, it would have been a lot funnier. Um, but I don't that's, know. That's I, the nature I think, of trailers these days. No, but it doesn't have to be. Like, no, it doesn't have to be. Like, well, 
Like, I thought Bo had a great trailer. Um, yeah. And there was a lot... Well, that movie just has a lot in it. But there was a lot that was not in the trailer. Yeah, it was interesting. You're, you're discovering as you watch the movie, you know? And it seemed like all the things that you discover in this film that aren't part of the movie was like Rocket's flashbacks and then uh, the, the fighting. <clears throat> but everything... Yeah, it was like. A lot of the jokes were in the trailers because they released so many trailers, and then they were also just like releasing scenes. It was like new scene from Guardians yeah, is dropped. I hate that. I hate when they do that. That's so dumb. It's like, James Gunn. It's gonna be DC. No, well, I don't That's think it's gonna actually, be DC. I don't think it's actually James Gunn. Maybe it is, because I I'm wondering how much control the directors actually have over that. Because when Shazam two came out, and they showed Wonder Woman like in the trailer, you remember that? Yep. David yep. Sandberg said that Warner Brothers actually apologized to him because he did not want that released and did not know that it was included in a trailer. And Warner Brothers was like, oh, we're sorry. And so I wonder, like, who really actually gets the final say of, like, what's in these trailers? Because if yeah, the studios, well, they're, doing it, they're doing it really wrong. <laughs> but I don't remember them doing that with... Um, I don't remember them doing that with uh, Ant-Man. Like, we didn't get scenes before they came out. We got yeah. shitty beer ads for Ant-Man, yeah. but we didn't get that kind of stuff. And I feel like when The Suicide Squad came out, there was a bunch of, like, extra shit that was happening before the movie came Maybe. out. I feel like I feel like James Gunn just needs something to tweet every night to stroke his ego. And so he's just releasing the movie. It does. It does bother you that he like talks to the people, doesn't he? It doesn't bother. It's the tone with which he talks to the people, because it's not like that's not that's not the plan. It's like that's not my plan. Me. Are you gonna go see any of the DC? You. We're gonna watch the Flash, right? No, of like his DCU. We'll see. Are you so excited? I mean, we're gonna have to do it for the podcast, so I'll just shit on it. <laughs> Let's, let's, uh, here, here's his last tweet from two, two hours ago. I voiced the beautiful lamb shank. I don't want to show her here because she's too gorgeous. And I don't want folks to feel bad about themselves in comparison. Let's go to the next, the next tweet. <coughs> uh, oh, is there a reason Quill didn't have his helmet? And he says it's in his desk drawer in nowhere. Okay, so he's just answering a question about the movie. What da, a da, dick. Da, da, da. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was a roller coaster, and I want to write it again, but where can I get the pug picture in the Bat family's living room? It's in the wall of my home. Fuck off. <laughs> I have a few minutes to answer some questions, and we'll do so. Two <laughs> rules. It must be a question with a yes or no answer, and it must be about my movie. Like, f get get over yourself, dude. I love how you said the aud the audacity of saying I'm gonna answer some questions. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let me keep going. Now he's just retweeting other people's tweets. Thank you for all your kind messages about Volume 3. For 10 years, you've been the best fans ever. It means the world to me, and I'm the luckiest <laughs> filmmaker to have ever had you by my side. What an asshole. I don't mind him. 
his stuff's not always like my taste, but I think he's fine. Um, Zach, shall we uh, wrap up? I have a very important question asked to, 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 to ask you. And I'm actually curious now because while we both said good things at the beginning, we both were kind of very, it was very bleh kind of going back through it. Did you so, see this video that he posted where he's like signing posters and uh, what's his face is like moving the posters, but he's not doing it well enough. And he's like, I'm not going to let you be in my movie if you can't move the posters well enough. Have you seen this? Is that is that Nathan Fillion? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're just being funny. I don't care, Hunter. <laughs> what were you saying? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close Twitter because I'm going to get angry at James Gunn. What, what were we talking about? I was saying I have a very important question to ask you, and I'm very Where? interested to see what you say because we both kind of started this episode out being like, hey, yeah, it was fun. Uh, but then we kind of talked through it, and we're kind of like, oh, well, you know. So I actually have two questions to ask you. One, I know you're going to love answering because you love the Marvel Universe. So one, did this get the Marvel Universe back on track? And two, is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 good? Okay, the first question, how could it get it back on track when this is like the the closing off of storylines. Okay. It's not really connected and that's fine. That's what we like uh I think. But yep. that's that doesn't mean it's going to get the 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 MCU back on track. So no, I don't think this got the MCU back on track. Also, if James Gu- if James Gunn is good for the MCU and this is James Gunn's last movie, this could be the death knell for the MCU. So wow. there's <laughs> my answer to question 1. Long live DC. <laughs> well, because because it shows, hey, here's a good movie that we put out, right? Uh, by the way, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, the, I'm, I've got the only hit in the past two years or however long it's been, right? Um, so, Keep no, talking. I don't... I'm going to see what the box office is doing, but go on. I don't think that this is going to get the MCU back on track. The answer to the second question is, I think that this is a really messy film, and there's a lot to nitpick about it, but it's better than what we've got. This is like... Can I be crude? You can be crude as you want. This is like when you had like really, really bad sex for like six months, and then you just have like decent sex, and you're like, that was great. Let's do that again. <laughs> Give me 15 minutes. Can I have an alka seltzer? <laughs> so actually, Guardians 3 is um, has opened well above... Uh, expectations at the international box office. It was expected to um, bring in $168 million globally. And it has brought in almost $300 million globally. So I'm curious to see how this does. Apparently it's doing quite well. Uh, Right now, domestic, it is um, at $114 million let me look at one more hold on a second. Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Oh wow. Ant Man and the Wasp made le- Quantumania made less than five hundred million dollars globally in its entire run. So this is already almost to three hundred in the first weekend. So it is interesting to see that 
if this becomes a hit for Marvel again, that it it is the first one in a while, and it's James Gunn's last film, and he's leaving. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but did you actually answer the question? Sorry, is it good or not? Yeah, it's messy, but like overall, it's it's like. Um, do you want me to give the metaphor again? No, it's like it's like decent sex if you have a lot of bad sex for a long time. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's yeah, but it's, but it's if, refreshing. If you, <laughs> <laughs> this film was refreshing. I can see you just lay there and be like, that was so refreshing. <laughs> Hot damn. Give me 15 <laughs> minutes. Okay, well, I'm, there you I'm, have it. I'm ordering some food. Do you want something? There, no, you're staying. You you you're not going home. Guardians 3 is refreshing. I mm-hmm. think this would just be, this is, you know, we've, we, this is not going to be a golden good by any means, but. No. Um, it was fine. I think it would count as good. It's an enjoyable experience. You're talking about <laughs> that, that one, the good one after six months of bad ones. Those, those are the words that you would use. It, it, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. It was better. But like, but like, yeah, be like, yeah, okay, that was that was nice. Nice. Right. Well, there you go. There you have it, people. Um, let's do some every movie sucks real quick. I'll do a couple, and then Zach, you can do a couple. We can alternate as we wrap up. Huh? Huh? Yeah? Is that okay? Is that okay? Cool. Uh, this person says, I did not watch the movie. I just do not fuck with James Gunn at all. That was Juan. My boy. Who is that? <laughs> That's, uh, it's just, it just says Juan. <laughs> okay. Here's my first actual one. Here we go. Ready? Oh, so you're doing two in a row, are you? Well, no. That one was just like the first one. I didn't actually uh, want to uh, do uh, I mean... <laughs> Do you want to do two in a row? <laughs> that wasn't actually my one. <laughs> you can go. Go ahead. Kate Lard says, this movie sucks. <laughs> the music choices suck. This movie made me resent Star Wars for ever being made, and I love Star Wars. What? It's not a Star Wars movie. <laughs> um, this is Half Star from Lady Renee. says, last night the family went to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Sigh with, a, with an emoji. Stanley must aggravate in his grave. What? Because Marvel Studios died with him. Since the death of Stanley, we have just been hoping for something good. Guardians of the Galaxy was two hours was two hours out of two and a half wasted. Wherever Walt Disney and Stanley are, and Stan is looking at Walt, asking, "Where did I go wrong?" Because clearly, Walt Disney got it right. They went off the rails there. I'm not sure what they're trying to say. They didn't like it. <laughs> Cool, cool. So Shlomo Baggins. <laughs> okay. Shlomo Baggins says, too many animals. I don't like fur. Shave your face, Ben Platt. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, this person, Little Kara, it's my last one, okay? Half star, says, my rating is 9% out of 10. 9% out of 100%. Look, I'm not kind of hating people for liking these kinds of films anymore. They have a lot of action, weird dialogue, humor worse than my grandfather, and Zoe, Zoe Saldana once again as an alien instead of a real human being, which I guess is a thing. A tree, ta- a talking tree shooting at people, Andy from Parks and Rec, and I could go on for hours. So what am I missing here? The people behind these films are imbeciles that think with their dick instead of their brains. I see people, people writing this film five stars, and I'm like, huh. 
Well, let's give this a try. Instantly regretted it 10 minutes in. Might be fun, bro. Brooke says... Is it I Brooks? Oh, Brooke. Gotcha. Brooke. Brooke says, I suffered more than Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. That's, okay, pretty bad. That's a pretty bad theater experience. Every movie sucks. There you go. All right, Zach, give me a shindig song. We can wrap this it's up. It's time for shindigs. We're going to talk about movie news, and then we're going to talk about the Braves, and then we're going to tell you our handles for social media stuff, and then we're going to sign off. It's time for the shindigs. You always, forget, you always forget whiskey shots. And the whiskey shots. Yeah, are going to take go. whiskey shots. Um, I don't have much, so we're going to just run through this real quick. Uh, Carl Urban from The Boys is in talks to play Johnny Cage. More combat too. Uh, Gran Turismo movie has a trailer, and Chase. It actually looks better than I expected. And Chase is super hype and wants to do it on the podcast. <laughs> we can do Gran Turismo on the podcast, but it looks dumb. Looks like a d- a dumb idea you, for a movie. Did you watch the trailer? I did watch the trailer. It was okay. like, oh, you don't, you know games, but you don't know cars. Yeah. They're athletes, and you're not. And it has, so they make it them has run. Orlando Bloom out of all people coming out of nowhere. Look how yep. much bigger like one eye of mine is. Look at that. But I like smile. You do that I on smile, purpose. It's like now I'm not right here. Now I'm not. Now I am. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's uh, keep on. Keep dodge on. Dodgeball. A dodgeball sequel is in development with Vince Vaughn returning. We got a new trailer for Dune Part 2, which I like. That looks uh, good. I'm excited about that. Um, Margot Robbie apparently has been offered the role of Sue Storm in the MCU's Fantastic Four. Uh, James Gunn, your favorite person, said Taha Nahisi Coates' Black Superman film could still 100% be made as an Elseworld, Elseworld movie if it is quote-unquote great. And then here's one that I thought was just hilarious. I thought this was the funniest thing. The Flash's budget is $40 million less than Black Adam. And I find that absolutely, literally hysterical. Well, they didn't have to pay uh, Dwayne. The Rock, yeah, I know. Uh, and then, uh, the biggest news of the, of the industry, really, is that the Writers Guild of America has officially gone on strike. So that is happening. So we'll mm-hmm. see how long this goes and if it affects anything that we like. I'm sure go, it will affect a lot of stuff that we like. Because more. do you remember the do you remember the last one? Sorry, it's been a while, but yeah, it has been a while because it was like 2007. But uh, there were a handful of shows that like liter- quite literally died because of the writer strike. Uh, they tried to continue and it did not work. Um, I actually think that George was it George Miller. Somebody was going to do a uh, like a like a Justice League movie um, back then. Uh, and I believe it died in the writer's strike. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, Zach, Brave Minute. Let's do it. All right, so the Braves the Braves have been winning games. Uh, we, we took two out of three against the Mets. We took two out of three against the uh, Marlins, and then we've taken two out of three against the Orioles. So we haven't... Well, no, we swept the Marlins, didn't we? Say, we, swept, we swept them, yeah. We swept the Marlins. Um, we are seven games up in the division. We have the largest division lead in baseball right now. We have the best record in the National League. 
we have uh, Max Fried's been kind of shaky. Well, his last start, he was kind of shaky. Uh, I don't know if you have heard this, Hunter, but uh, a reporter asked uh, Snit why uh, Max Fried wasn't slated for Wednesday, and Snit didn't really give an answer. Uh, and said he's dealing with some stuff, so he's either injured or sick. <laughs> it's what I hear. Um, but so is but uh, Kyle, Kyle Wright's hurt again, isn't he? Kyle Wright has shoulder inflammation, uh, and he's actually on the 15-day IL. That's so he's good. he's going to miss two starts at a minimum, maybe three. We'll see. Um, and uh, where was I? Oh, the, the, the power rankings for the uh, National League MVP. Number one, Ronald Acuna. Number two, Sean Murphy. Uh, the top two rated players in WAR wins above replacement. Sean Murphy, number one. Ronald Acuna, number two. Uh, so we're sitting pretty. Uh, we got a couple of important games coming up against the Red Sox, who are good. They're they're over 20 wins already. They're um, on a roll, yeah. They're playing good. May we have a lot of strong competition in May, and then the 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 really cool thing is that <laughs> the really cool thing is that the Mets are in probably their easiest stretch right now, and, and they sucking. are sucking. They are not playing well at I all. I love it. I love it. Um, so we are going to go through a really easy stretch come June. Mm-hmm. We play some bottom feeders. Uh, and hopefully we're able to take care of business. But if we can build a hefty lead, which we already have, and then we go into a month where uh, the Mets and the Marlins and the Phillies are all playing like better teams and at best trading off, and meanwhile we're we're just like racking up the wins, we could be. Yep. I'm feeling we win the division by 40 games. <laughs> I'd be right. I'd be right. It'd be amazing. The Mets are under 500 right now. Yeah, but no, it is. It, it's crazy because it feels like we've dropped some games that we shouldn't have dropped, right? Mm-hmm. And we're still on pace for 112 wins. So think about if we figure it out, if we get healthy, all our guys are back. Who's to say we couldn't beat the 100? Isn't it, isn't it 116 games? Is, 116, the, is the record? Yeah. 116. Yep. Who's to That'd say we couldn't do it? We could do it. And then uh, we're going to a game soon. And I actually had the chance. I have, this is a little humble, humble brag. I, had to, I got to go to Fenway the other day. It's very cool. $6 to get in, which Six is crazy. Six for pretty good tickets, too, actually. It was, it was a really cool experience. I, was, I, was there, I wasn't there for the whole game. I had to work before and after. But it was really tight. So enjoy those Red Sox uh, on Tuesday. I got to see them a few days ago. Playing the yeah. days. But thank you, Zach. That was very brave. Bravest thing I've done all week. You ready for whiskey shots? Whiskey shots. Let's do it. Whiskey shots, whiskey, whiskey shots. shots. Does whatever. Drink it tonight, and then tomorrow you get the whiskey shits. Meow. To whiskey, we love you. Clink, clink. <laughs> Tell someone you care about that you love them. Yep, whiskey shots. It. I love you. Say it back. I love um, you. Thank you. Uh, cool. Um, Zach, where can they find us? Tell you know if they want to say something to us, where can how can they do it? Tell us. You can find us on 
<clears throat> Twitter at B-I-I-G podcast. You can email us at B-I-I-G podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, uh, uh, fucking YouTube at but is it good podcast. You can follow Hunter at something. You can follow me at something else. Uh, Hunter, Hunter really wants the engagement. I don't. I don't really care. But Hunter can tell you his handle. You can. I'll, I'll tell him yours too. You can follow me everywhere at Hunter Callahan Music. You can follow Zach on Instagram at Zach with an H. Two, the number, the T H A, future dot three one. And yeah, please like and subscribe and say hello. All that kind of stuff. Next week we start our little mini Christopher Nolan series with a film that I have not seen, Memento. And then we follow up with a film that Zach has not seen, The Prestige. Then we end this month on one of our, I think, top three or four of our favorite films for both of us, maybe, uh, Interstellar. Might have a guest for that one, too. So that is a lead-up to Oppenheimer in July. So I'm very excited for this next series. So tune in next week for Memento. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. You ready to rock and roll? Rock and roll. All right, that's it. You got anything else? No, I'm good. Uh, so this is the part where we do our our uh, signing out. <clears throat> so you ready? Uh, yes. This is the but. Is it? Is wait? What, it. I forgot it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Good podcast signing out. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.